You're listening to a BGE podcast. Friends and family gather round and fire up the barbecue. Let the smoke waft and float. That's what we're gonna do. You can't deny there's nothing like friends and family and food. Don't sit still, pull out your grill. We're gonna have a barbecue. It's time for another episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. We've had a couple of weeks off, did lots of traveling, but we are back and fired up the grill. Don't worry what you gotta do. Cause if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue. Welcome back to this episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. Yes, we've had a couple of weeks away from the podcast, but we are back. We've got our grills fired up. We have tasted some interesting dishes, I would say, and uh, got something else for you all to try if you are up to it. And we'll see uh, see what you guys think. Something that I've cooked up this past week that turned out pretty good, although it it is easy to dry out or mess up like most things when it comes to a pork loin. But uh, I'm gonna give you a quick and simple, easy recipe that you can do both in the oven or on the grill as we go through this. I appreciate everybody who uh, contacted, uh, shooting emails and texts, finding out if everything was okay after we were uh, you know, gone and not dropping new episodes for a couple of weeks. We uh, did some traveling, uh, went down to Alabama, visited my daughters, which was awesome. Got to go and uh, and and see them, spend some time with them, and uh, just you know, it it's always busy. Uh, especially with two girls, everything that they've got going on. And uh, um, it, it's it's crazy. And and sometimes the way things work out are, are, are just like you just never see things coming. You just don't see it coming. Um, you know, one at one point was interested in photography. The other's interested in food. And now it's it's completely flipped. The other one is, you know, managing a coffee shop cafe and and uh, and one is going after photography and uh, social media degree. And it's (laughs) oh, man, you know, and I, you know, I changed a lot when it came to my interest and and I'm still changing interest all the time. Right. I'm you guys know me. I'm always trying something different. As a matter of fact, there'll be some things that I will be talking about in the coming weeks, and uh, at least for next year, that I've got going on a new little hobby project that uh, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. We'll see what goes on and and just how accessible it is, but um, I'll get into that uh, some other time. But I, I, I do want to talk a little bit about travel, though, because travel is something that I'm pretty envious of those who do a lot of traveling, especially with a visual impairment. You know, when we would travel and the kids lived at home and the kids were with us, it was a whole lot easier 
than, at least for me, than it is now. And, you know, I'd just soon stay home. I, I used to love travel. I used to love getting out and getting away. And and there are some things that I still like and still, you know, do. But uh, for the most part, I'm just not as excited about travel as I used to be. And I, I don't know. I don't know if that's age, if I'm just getting grumpy. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly why. But uh, but travel is it, it's harder. Uh, it's harder on me nowadays, for sure. But. Uh, one thing that you know we used to do is uh, in our travels we we love going and trying other foods right restaurants and you know things that are unique to those areas and so that's one thing that we did as we were traveling and I I gotta say I was really disappointed uh, with most of the places that we went to um, and it, it got to the point where let's just go do something that is, that is just common, right? Let's go to a, a Chick-fil-A. Let's go, <laughs> let's order a, a pizza or something. There was an exception to this, though. We went to this restaurant in, uh, and I'm trying to remember if it was downtown Florence or downtown Muscle Shoals. I think it was in Florence, but it was a Chicago place or something like that. And it, it And I had this pizza, and it was good. It was really, really good. Uh, it was a thin crust pizza. Man, it was loaded up. The cheese was great. The sauce was great. All the toppings were fresh. It, it was really, really good. I'm, I'm glad we went and checked that out. And and we were told, our daughters told us, that, listen, it's a little hole in the wall. And man, they were right. I mean, it, it was, and what was kind of funny, the night that we went, my wife and I went, it was uh, one of our last nights visiting with them down in, in Alabama. And the girls were working, so Michelle and I went out to eat. And they, you know, the girls told us, you know, it's, there's not much to this place, but it's really good. And we're driving around, and we, we get to the street, and we're supposed to turn, and we can't. It's blocked off. And they have this craft fair. This craft fair was one block, and it just happened to be the block that this pizza restaurant was on. Uh, and so we got parked and had a you know walked a few blocks, which was no big deal. It was worth it. We almost passed the place because my wife was, you know, as we were going by, it it, it was, it, you know, you really had to know what you were looking for, uh, or it would be easy to miss. And sure enough, we you know she just about missed it. But we got there, we walked in, ordered, and went and sat down, and and uh, wow. Man, it was it was definitely definitely worth it. So really enjoyed that. Um, there was some other food, you know, that was that was okay. Probably the best thing though is just our daughters making food because both of our daughters can cook. Man, can they cook? And uh, and so that was probably one of, you know the the favorite thing that we did while we were down there is just trying some of the food that uh, our daughters were making. You know, they're not only cooking this, uh, you know, this baked chicken with a mushroom sauce, and and it was just, that was so good. But one of them is making her own jams, and it was really interesting because she had this caramelized onion and blueberry jam, and I thought, you know, it just doesn't sound appealing. I mean, I love onions, right, and I love blueberries. 
I just don't think that about them going together. And she made, she, she's like, here, just try it. And she put a little bit on a spoon. And first put it in my mouth. I got to say, I was, uh, it, it, and then it, and then it was just like, like the flavors just popped and it was phenomenal. I mean, it was really, really good. It would be something awesome on a burger. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was just great. It was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, she had another one that was a, a maple bourbon um, uh, peach uh, little jam that she had made. And, and there was another one I can't remember, uh, but, but they were all great. They were all really good. And, and just seeing them do that kind of thing was, was exciting. Uh, and, you know, it was great for me because I got to, you know, try some of the things that they've been doing and making at work. And, um, uh, you know, I love food anyway. So it, that, that worked out really well for me. But when it comes to travel, you know, I, you know, I, I'm not sure why I don't like it as much. Probably the biggest thing is if I have to go to the restroom or something like that, that's, you know, uh, one great thing of these family restrooms that has been helpful that way somebody that you know you, you can go in they can go in show you or tell you where everything is yeah that's all well and good but uh but other than that uh we had good trip and you know a few places road construction that was all terrible that was all bad but but we are back home and man it feels good it feels good to be back home love visiting my girls and and helping them out but uh yeah i'm definitely glad to be home and as soon as we got home man, we fired up the big green egg and and we got to cooking one of the things that i did is you know some friends of ours and we talked about it here a few weeks ago that had smoked some cream cheese well i heard about smoking brie cheese and I did the same thing. We got this little bitty cast iron skillet. I scored it. I put on some uh, some seasoning and put it in the smoker at 250 degrees for about an hour. And it was great. And, and there's other things. We had a friend of ours actually tell me to put some nuts and a little bit of uh, maple syrup on it as well. And then you can use either, you know, some type of bread or cracker and uh you know scoop up that cheese and and yeah yeah that that was really good i it was like yeah it's good to be home good to be home firing up our own grill and uh and having a little bit more control <laughs> oh man rather than uh you know you know cuz when you're gone more than a week you know and you're eating out and you're trying different foods uh sometimes it's hit and miss and while we had a few hits, we had a lot of misses, unfortunately. But one of the things that we we've we've done a lot of, and I did this week as well, is a pork loin. And I think my wife actually had bought a pork loin roast. And when she got it home, it was tied up, and it was basically two pieces that they had taken some butcher's twine and, and tied together. So I cut that off. And found that it was just two pieces, chunks of uh, like a pork loin. And so I took a half pan 
I fired up the big green egg indirect cook at 250 degrees, which you can do 275. That's that's no big deal. Throw some pecan wood on there. It, it's it'll be amazing. But in that little half pan, I cut up just uh, you know just sliced into little medallions, real almost like you're doing fried taters. But I did three small potatoes uh, diced up or cut up. And then uh, I did some onion, uh, uh, whole onion in there. I poured in a small can of chicken broth and a can of rotel. And then I took and I seasoned up the pork loin or roast that we had, uh, sprayed it with a little bit of duck fat, and then put some uh, seasoning on there. And the seasoning that I used for this was by a company, DB180. I've talked about it before on the podcast, DB180, and their perfect pork seasoning. Season that up. I, I put the seasoning in uh, the the chicken broth and the rotel with the potatoes and the onions, and then I seasoned up the pork uh, loin roast really well and uh, put it in the egg and brought that pork loin up to 145 degrees internal temp and let it rest. And it, it took probably an hour and 45 minutes to two hours uh, at the most. It didn't take long at all. And you can do this in the oven. If you do it in the oven, I would recommend covering it or putting a lid on the pan uh, when you put it in the oven. If you do it maybe at 300 degrees, you can go down to 275, 300 degrees put it in the oven, put a lid on it to trap all of that moisture and keep that moisture in and make sure you don't dry out that pork loin. And it it turns out really well because it, it's not only do you have some of the spiciness from that rotel, which is just diced tomatoes and, and peppers, uh, and, you know, you've got the onion, those potatoes turn out perfect, nice and tender, seasoned up well, soaked up some of that seasoned uh, uh, chicken broth also, and and that pork loin, right? I mean, and it, you can make a nice gravy with what is in the pan, and you wanted, to, you know, you could make some uh, mashed potatoes to go with it uh, as well if you wanted to. Of course, there's already potatoes in there, uh, but I mean, you could put all kinds of things in there. You could put carrots, green beans. You could do other types of peppers like green bell peppers or things like that. Uh, I mean, you could really. You make this one big old dish or uh, make a gravy and, and uh, you know, and they make for great sandwiches, you know, slice that pork loin later. It makes for an awesome sandwich, you know, uh, the next day as well. So that that's something that we did here recently, which, which was really good. Other than that, we did our normal, you know, burgers and, um, you know, did some reverse sear on some steaks, which turned out really well. Uh, you know, we did a soup night and, and so, like I said, we, when we got back, man, we were just, we hit the ground running with our cooks. Uh, one of our friends, um, well, it, uh, she grew up with our daughter, our youngest daughter, and she's moved back to Springfield and she's going to the culinary program. And so uh, Monday she showed up with a pie uh, that she had made, which which I'm not supposed to eat. I'm trying to do keto, low carb kind of thing. Um you know, I, to a point, right? I'm, I'm not just all in on it, but I, I've done really well. I've lost a lot of weight, which has worked out well. But I, I did try a piece of her apple pie. Woo! 
man. uh, It's a good thing I had a little bit of willpower because I would have tore that thing all up. Man, it was good. But she also comes over on Wednesdays and helps Michelle and I cook uh, when we make, uh, you know, we, we usually do a big old supper on Wednesday nights where we feed some college-aged kids from our church. And we did a soup night. It was nice and cool and, you know, just a beautiful day, fall day. And so we're, let's do a soup night. And there was a chili cook-off, which Michelle and I happened to be out of town for, uh, that, you know, some of our members uh, of our church, they, you know, hosted at their house every year. We were gone, but we knew that the kids had just had chili, um, you know, over there at, uh, at some of the members' house. So so we wanted to do something besides chili. So we did a soup night, and we did the the normal uh, baked potato soup that my wife does, which is awesome. Uh, broccoli cheddar soup, which is always great. But then Hallie was over, and she uh, helped Michelle make this butternut squash soup. And, man, that was good. That was really good as well. And some homemade bread. It was just, you know, uh, again, it was it was awesome. And when you put some of that, you know, you get it made, you get it put together, you can take and put that in the smoker and just add just a little bit of that smoke flavor, you know, and just let it simmer out there for a little while and those those flavors all melding together and the smoke permeating into that soup. And, uh, man. It's hard to beat. It's really, really hard to beat, no doubt about it. Uh, but, uh, you know, other than that, we're getting caught up on uh, everything else, back in the groove of things, getting back to work. Um, I, I do want to throw something out to you guys, though. Um, I, I, I There's been a lot of questions. I know there's a lot of things happening around the world. And one of the things that's been happening around the world, of course, is the war in Israel. And we've got a lot of these crazy nut jobs out there today spewing out all of this hatred of people. And I think it's unfortunate. It's nonsense. And and the hate just needs to stop, no doubt about it. But with that said, there's a lot of confusion about what is happening religiously. And I preached a lesson on this yesterday morning, and it is on... Uh, I, I have a, a YouTube channel, other than Blind Grilling, it's called Gospel Preaching with Chris Peltz. And it is on there, it is called Who Are the Heirs of Abraham? And I, I hope you'll give it a listen and maybe help put a little bit into perspective uh, with some of the things that are going on and, um, you know, when it comes to the, the war in Israel. I do not think this is fulfillment of prophecy um, and and I explain all of that in the lesson. But if you want to give that a listen, you can search on YouTube for Gospel Preaching with Chris Peltz. And, and there's all kinds of sermons, other live streams that I do throughout the week uh, that are on that YouTube channel as well. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, a lot has been going into that. Uh, we did a live stream on it last week also on the subject uh, with a couple other couple friends of mine. And so if you're interested in that kind of thing, you want to see kind of a, 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 I think, a biblical but unique perspective on, uh, you know, our view, a Christian's view, and what is taking place over there, uh, I think you might find it interesting. 
And if you can't find it and you want the link, shoot me an email, info at blindgrilling.com, and I'll try to get those links to you. Info at blindgrilling.com, and uh, I'll email you back with the links to those uh, to the, the live stream and the sermon that I preached this past Sunday morning. All right, folks, i tell you what, I'm still recovering from our travels, and I am exhausted. I'm tired, um, but I'm excited about some of the things that we've got coming up for you guys, so stay tuned. Uh, be sure and hit that subscribe button. Check us out on all the social media, Blind Grilling. Check out the the group, Facebook group, Blind Grilling Experience on Facebook. And until next time, folks, remember you can email me, info at blindgrilling.com. If you're looking, you ain't cooking. You can't deny there's nothing like friends and family and food. Don't sit still, pull out your grill. We're going to have a barbecue. Barbecue, it keeps us together when life wants to tear us apart. Barbecue, no matter the weather, under the sun or the stars. Fire is burning, the world keeps turning. Don't worry what you gotta do. Cause if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue.